Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Capricorn, Sun and Rising. Welcome to your horoscope for Scorpio season. In this horoscope, uh, I'll consider the month ahead and the dominant energies that are coming through for you in the season, which extends between October 23rd and November 22nd. As I mentioned in the introduction, please do listen to the Embodied Astrology episode that is just for Scorpio season. In that episode, I take you on a on a journey through Scorpio in your body, through Scorpio in your uh, emotions, mental uh, proclivities, and life experiences. And, and that episode will give you a lot of tools and suggestions for how to understand Scorpio in yourself and in the world. So in your solar chart, Scorpio rules what's called the 11th house. And this house for you is associated to friends, um, to the ways that you interact with your social circles, not necessarily just your closest friends, but really the larger circles that your friends are a part of, your identity within social groups, how you see yourself participating in the social whole and any causes or important kinds of activities that you're involved with with other people. 
This part of the chart is also a really important place uh, where we understand some of your kind of major life priorities and uh, really how you're pursuing your hopes and your wishes and your ideals in the world and how you want to see yourself a part of um, bringing into the world what you desire. This is also where we find information about what you fear and anxieties that you might have about being part of a group, being accepted in the world, or your work and your um, kind of personal authentic expression um, being accepted and validated or not. So over the course of the next month, we are working with the deep and quite emotional or intense terrain of Scorpio as the sun is in this part of the sky and it's kind of illuminating these aspects of our beings. As I talk about in the Embodied Astrology episode for this sign, there's a lot that we're working with to kind of uh, uncover or unroot or draw it uh, towards our more conscious awareness. Um, a couple of key events in the upcoming month begin on October 27th when we have a new moon in Scorpio. So a new moon is a really important time every month when the two primary luminaries, the sun and the moon, come together at the same place. This brings kind of a supercharge of energy into the sign. And this is a time that is specifically um, really great for new beginnings, for setting intention, for bringing our awareness into the part of the chart and the zodiacal qualities that are stimulated at the new moon. So for you, some things to consider around this new moon are how you're feeling really in your relationships, um, again, in a more social uh, whole, in the groups that you're a part of, how do you feel yourself as part of um, society or culture, how are you getting your needs met right now through your friends or through your networks, and what are you really desiring? There may be some significant shifts in your emotional um, reality right now. You may be wanting some deeper connections or there may be some important renegotiations that you're considering with friends or important connections. At the new moon, again, it's a wonderful time to initiate a new beginning, to set intentions for the next 12 months um, until next year's new moon in Scorpio. So consider how you want to engage with your friends, what it is that you are really wanting to bring into the world, how you want to embody some of your deeper desires and um, motivations or beliefs and bring these into the publics or the milieus that you are part of. On October 31st, Mercury will station retrograde. On the days that Mercury stations retrograde and for the two or three days leading up to and following, these are some of the wonkiest, weirdest days in the Mercury retrograde cycle. So from the 29th of October until November 2nd or so, please do just be careful with your communications. Be mindful that things might be going haywire. Um, this is a time when we we often experience unexplainable kinds of uh, meltdowns or malfunctions in our technology, especially because the 11th house does have a strong association to technology, which I hadn't mentioned at the beginning. Um, it's really a good time for you to just, you know, take some deep breaths if things are getting a little weird. 
definitely pay attention to your communications and seek to communicate as mindfully as you possibly can. With any plans that you're making, build in some leniency, expect people to be late, expect plans to be canceled or um, kind of last minute adjustments and don't get fussed if they do. Mercury retrograde is a time when we have the planet Mercury, which is a symbol of the mind and our communication, our cognitive selves, traveling backward or becoming more internal and reflective. This is a time when forward moving thought and planning just don't really go as expected and we are much more supported to remain with issues for a while, to research, to refine whatever it is that we're working on, and to let this time really be a period of um, deep reflection and relationship. So all the RE words, RE prefixes, are good to apply during a Mercury retrograde. Mercury's retrograde through Scorpio is going to ask us to turn towards some of our deeper feelings and more shadowy elements, perhaps that we've been burying, or parts of ourselves that are a little bit harder to look at, parts of our relationships and entanglements that we might um, kind of bury because they're uncomfortable to address. And during this time for you, it's going to be really important that you are um, giving some time and space for these kinds of reflections. Again, you want to be careful with your communication at this time. So I would suggest getting out your journal, um, giving yourself uh, some appointments with your therapist, or some other means for you to process some of the stuff that's going to be coming up. And also waiting to communicate to anyone specifically if you're having stuff come up and you're like, oh my god, this is an issue, I'm starting to realize it. Wait until the retrograde is over. It'll be over on November 20th. I think um, there's a very good chance that you're going to be working through a lot during those couple weeks of retrograde and your feelings will change and clarify during that time. So if you feel an urgency, try and again, you know, give yourself some deep breaths, give yourself an outlet, um, and then be mindful about what you're putting out because what we initiate during a Mercury retrograde often comes back to us in ways that we um, don't intend at the outset. On November 1st, Venus will move into Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the sign that precedes yours. Um, Sagittarius in your chart rules the place of the unconscious and the dreams. This is also a place of influences that are much bigger than you can comprehend, including spirit realm, including culture as a whole or environmental atmosphere, things like this. Venus coming into this part of your chart can bring a sense of ease into your psychology a little bit, which I think will be nice for you during this Mercury retrograde, and it may give you access to your deeper self and to your deeper kinds of um, connections, and I might say that these are connections with your guides or with your spirits or connections with your heart or with your higher self. This is a really nice influence for you to be connecting with your own um, sense of spiritual wholeness and what you know as love that really exists and dwells inside of you. On November 11th, the Sun and Mercury will come together for their inferior conjunction, and this is a really important moment in Mercury's retrograde cycle. This is a time that is described as something being remembered 
or consciousness um, kind of having a glimpse into a, a larger theme, but a really salient point coming up for reflection. So keep your journal close by on November 11th, the day or two uh, before and after for recording any important thoughts or ideas that are coming to you at that time. Now the next day on November 12th, we have a full moon in Taurus, and this full moon will occur for you in your solar fifth house. This is the opposite of your 11th house. And this is the place in the chart that describes your erotic, creative, generative energy. Um, this is where you are authentically yourself, where you express yourself um, in your innocence, in your more childlike nature. And if you have children, this may also pertain to them or to some kind of experience that they're going through. So the full moon in Taurus is always a reflection of the light of Scorpio. This, the sun is illuminating the moon's face, and this provides a period of illumination. This is often a time where we experience the polarity between the signs, and this can be a really exciting time of the month, as well as a time when we might experience increased emotionality or even conflict. For you, this is a wonderful time to engage with your creative self, um, get your art supplies out, go dancing, um, get silly, be performative, dress up. This is really good energy for this part of your chart. And again, if this is something that um, you're noticing with your children or things that are going on for your kids at that time, definitely help um, give them space to express themselves, appreciate their expressions, try not to pose them. Um, if they are expressing themselves in ways that feel destructive or scary to you, really try and, and understand kind of the deeper issues that are happening for them. Um, it looks like there's quite a lot of emotional energy that could be coming out at this time. So either for you and or your kids, it is a really good time, as I said, to give some kind of creative outlet. On November 18th, Mars will move into Scorpio. It will transit Scorpio until January 3rd. Wherever Mars is, it's bringing increased energy and heat. Um, this can feel good in a lot of ways. This could be a time when your social life really starts to pick up, when you feel more inclined to be going out, to be spending time with friends, um, where ideas about how you want to be participating in your social groups, in causes, in um, manifesting or embodying qualities that you want to bring into the world is uh, these qualities might be heightened. Um, Mars's presence can also bring increased conflict and agitation. So if you notice that these kinds of experiences are coming up again, either with your friends groups or in um, social groups or causes that you're a part of, or perhaps just in your sensitivity to the world at large, you may be kind of more um, attuned at this time to conflict in general. My advice for you is to really try and understand again that energy needs an outlet. Uh, don't let yourself get caught up in unnecessary conflict. If you find that irritation or aggression is coming up for you or coming up in um, your relationships, your friendships, your interactions with groups, then there's a very good chance that's what's coming up, um, especially because this transit begins during Mercury's retrograde, that this is a time for you to really reflect on what you are bringing to the groups that you're a part of, what you're bringing into your friendships. Um, there's a kind of idea here of, you know, look for the teaching, not the teacher necessarily. So if a conflict arises, don't pin that on a person um, 
entirely try and understand the nature of the energy that's coming through if you find yourself feeling really polarized or aggravated or needing to sever something again this is a time to take note of what you're feeling but give yourself a little bit more time to process it try not to act impulsively or destructively at this time a couple of days later, on November 20th, Mercury will turn direct. Um, again, for the days around the station, you're definitely advised to be extra careful with your communications, with any kinds of contracts that you're signing or deals that you're making. And Mercury's shadow period will extend all the way through the first week of December. And so especially if um, some turbulence came up uh, through the retrograde period or you're going through some things with friends or your groups that feel important, uh, you might consider giving yourself that period of time for a process. On the 22nd of November, the sun will enter the sign Sagittarius, and I'll be back with you then for more on the month ahead in Sagittarius season. To learn more about the astrology that's happening this month, please sign up to become a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month, and in exchange for that subscription donation, you'll get extended monthly forecasts. You'll get an audio recording and a downloadable PDF calendar where you can keep track of all of the major planetary aspects as they happen day by day, as well as the lunar cycles. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that this horoscope serves you well, and I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond.